0: Hello, and welcome to the KP Podcast, yet another podcast about the sport of Olympic weightlifting brought to you by Keep Pulling. In this episode, we debut our brand new podcast by introducing your host, Patrick Costello, club director and head coach for Keep Pulling, an Olympic weightlifting resource based out of Tampa, Florida, and Andy Bleda the man with the plan behind Lifting Life, which is a Florida-based company that's behind all of the photos for these higher-level meets put on by the governing body of USA Weightlifting. You'll learn a little bit about our hosts, their weightlifting backgrounds, and finally, our intent with this new project. So make sure to follow us on all social media. We're at Keep Pulling on Instagram, Keep Pulling on Facebook, and obviously through our website, keeppulling.com. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Hello, world. Hello. And- Welcome to the KP Podcast. This is a podcast by Keep Pulling. We are a weightlifting company based out of Tampa, Florida, and we love and breathe and sleep and dream and yes. travel all things weightlifting. So, we are your hosts. I am Patrick Costello. I'm Andy Bleda. And we are going to be hello worlding you this entire episode. Hello so world. Thank you for tuning in. This is our introductory episode. And, you know, <laughs> People have been talking to us and, and telling us, like, hey, you should try doing a podcast. And it's been, what, like four years? Yeah, and we've, we've basically done it. I know. <laughs> uh, we, we've, we've been saying maybe for the past four years, and I think uh, it's, it's finally come. So here we are now on an official podcast. Uh, obviously, the subject is going to be Olympic-style weightlifting because that's uh, what we do. It's our hobby. It's our job to some degree for both of us. So we might as well talk about it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And people are really hot for podcasts right now. It seems like anyone with an internet connection can...
1: Living in the city is so expensive. So people move out in the burbs, sometimes rurals. (laughs) They got to commute to work. It's something to listen to on the way to go.
0: Exactly. So we. We didn't want to start one years ago and just be those people who just talk aimlessly. So uh, Mm -hmm. we do have an agenda in front of us we are just kind of introducing ourselves, introducing the podcast right now. But basically our intent uh, with this podcast is to provide a little bit of insight to the the world of USA weightlifting.
1: Yes. A lot of behind the scenes. Yep. What makes it run, uh, how Patrick runs his team how many you got now? What Local? team? If you had, yeah, all in Tampa. I know you got remote lifters. Oh team. yeah.
0: So all in Tampa, we're probably I don't know, pushing 50, 50 or so lifters. Uh, with the remote, we're close to like 70, 75, something like that. All one, one, one band, one sound, right? Yeah. You guys yeah. seen drumline? <laughs> um, <laughs> so even though we're in, we're two separate gyms here in Tampa, we try to to create the feel of one one team. So.
1: And it works. I see every. I know you don't get to make it to every meet at the national. With masters and i'm doing they're doing photos every now and then i'll see a here comes that's that from keep pulling away <laughs> right i'm yeah. on the phone right away patrick who is this <laughs> like tell me his like attempts. <laughs> up to the second updates good poll good
0: he's under right no i, yeah, I remember that Yeah. We get texts with with photos paul and uh specifically yeah, paul I think smith. It, yeah the last paul time. smith yeah. yeah paul smith but uh yeah that's kind of kind of our intent uh we've been around weightlifting to some degree for at least a decade each and we're we're involved at uh, the the regional city level all the way to the national level haven't done anything international yet but uh i've been to one or two only oh, one there in the united states oh, like, well, yeah. i guess
1: masters pan am sure and then the international open in vegas you were there oh yeah yeah i that guess counts. so
0: and then pan am's in 2016 that was part of ao yeah in miami we were at the tail end of that okay mm-hmm. so i guess we were at a couple international meets. But I think I've never both had athletes missed, there. <laughs> missed
1: Worlds in Anaheim. Yeah, I was out of town, and,
0: uh, and I think you won tickets to Worlds yeah, in Houston. <laughs> yeah. in 16 or 15. Uh, yeah, anyway. when we were
1: there at Nationals. That was so fun.
0: Yeah. Um, so that's another part of this is to share a little bit of our stories because we've been in the weightlifting realm together for uh, most of those 10 years. And I've known each other for for quite a while, quite mm-hmm. a while. So to kick it off, I I figure we'll introduce ourselves and talk about a little bit about uh, our personal weightlifting backgrounds, how we started, uh, where we went, uh, what our journey was, and what we're doing now. So, you wanna go first or me? Sure. All right, let's do it. Uh,
1: See, so it started. I got out of the army, and I smoked. And I didn't do anything. I was a bum. I was getting pretty lazy. And uh, what, cigarettes, yeah, <laughs> really? Oh <laughs> man, I would never have s- pictured that. It was in 2007, 2008, yeah. And I finally got a job after being unemployed at Central Command in Tampa, Florida, on the base. And uh, our boss in our section owned a CrossFit gym in St. Pete, and he still does uh, St. Pete CrossFit, mm. it's the biggest one in the area, yeah, huge. Um, and he wanted to get something going at work because we just moved into a brand new building, we had a In the locker room area, they had showers, and then there was an open room with nothing in it. So he wanted to make it a gym, Mm -hmm. and he started buying stuff with a government card and like rowers and some mats and yeah, uh, a few kettlebells. This was on base. Mm -hmm. Yeah, at work. Okay. Then he decided he wanted to have an introductory class, and he told me I have to go because that's back when I did a lot of rock climbing stuff. I was doing grip training, hanging from the uh, rock ring uh, trainers. Yeah, all sorts of pull-ups. Like crazy,, uh, so that's how the grip stuff started. That's one of the ways okay <laughs> he, that was a long that's a longer journey, right, okay, we'll talk about that <laughs> too <you> sometime, <laughs> but he made me go, and I did the pull up stuff fine, and then I realized I was just really out of shape doing rowing, and yeah, it's like a four hundred minute row, and I'm just like, <sighs> <laughs> what is this what's happening? I'd never done anything like that, I mean, kind of, but not in that short amount of a time, yeah, and then after you know fast forward like two years, now I'm coaching CrossFit. Uh, through our little team there, and I just was never strong. I wasn't good at snatching or yeah. lifting in general. I had never heard of it before that. And then one day, I think it was three years in, I was at the point where I I, would, I was coaching and working out at the same time during our lunch hour, but it just wasn't working out. I couldn't focus on my workout, and I couldn't focus on the coaching at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm just going to coach, and I also decided I want to be able to snatch or lift 135 pounds you know one wheel right no problem any lift i just didn't want it to be a problem so i started focusing on just lifting and i found an online program and started rolling with that just training myself trying to get better and you know starting to take more courses and just kept working at it and then i found you guys i had worked with eric at um tnl tampa before before i started weightlifting. that's pretty much how i fell in with you guys and just got to keep keep training Got you. Nice. And here we are. Fast forward. <laughs> yeah. Did the level two. Trained a bunch of people. Never anybody that competed, unfortunately. Yeah. They're all old and have jobs and don't want to do it. Yeah. They just want to stay fit. <laughs> I would love to find... Well, there's a new guy at work. He, I think he'd be a good 56 lifter or whatever oh, wow. new lightweight class is. He's a little guy. I wouldn't mind yeah, training I think him. He'd do yeah, it pretty quick. Yeah. Cool. That's also, basically Masters. A, yeah, yeah. Masters. They competed at Ao two in Miami, mm. that was fun. As the the only national level, it's more like regional, you
0: know. Right, right. National, really national style, I call big it big stage, like, yeah, yeah, with yeah. judges
1: <laughs> and a bunch of local meets. And I mean, I've had my fair share of injuries that kind of held me back, a ways like shoulder, back, sure, knees from prior stuff, and it's just a grind. I'm yeah. getting back into it now. I got time now, so I can start working out regularly.
0: You got a sweet home set
1: up Yeah, gym, uh, gym platform yep. with a rack. And they'll let go bars. <laughs> That's where we're at now. Cool. Now I just travel to the national meets doing photographs, local, state, national, and some international for Lifting Life.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say plug plug Lifting Life. If anyone doesn't know uh, or hasn't met Andy at some point, uh, yeah, pl- say, talk a little bit about Lifting Life and what that is.
1: Uh, we do photographs of every lifter, every lift. Here's my tagline. Capture the moment with <laughs> Lifting Life. <laughs> We're there. Yes. So pay us. <laughs> <Lipting>. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> no. But seriously, they do offer. Yeah, we a, offer them for free.
0: Yeah. we They offer uh, thumbnails for free and very affordable photo packages, in my opinion. I think so. Um, you know, very for what you get, it's right. definitely worth it. Exactly. Uh, we
1: just want people to have their photos mm-hmm. and be able to look back. Like if you, if you can't afford it, that's fine. Yeah. There's a way to get it for less or nothing. We just want people to be happy and have their photos. For sure. But we acc- appreciate anything because there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Like the logistics cost to get out there, haul the stuff, rent the cameras. I don't own the cameras we use for those sequence photos, the stationary cameras. Mm-hmm. We rent those. And, you know, the room and board. It's just a pricey to go on a trip. Right. So when people do buy their packages, it helps a ton. But we just introduced videos. The first meet we did was Nationals this year. Uh, I bought two little video cameras that I thought would be suitable and a little help from uh, Nat gave me a suggestion to try this camera out. And after a ton of research, I was like, "This this looks good." Yeah. I bought one, and it was doing what I wanted, but I didn't know if it would work how I wanted with two to be able to monitor both feeds, sure. live feeds at the same time. And at first, it didn't with the original software, but I found a way to get to the HTML web page of it, control page, live feed, almost one to one. It's like off by a tenth of a second mm. at worst. So I can watch the platforms, the same view as the stationary camera. I can watch three or four platforms at once and work the buttons. Too. Oh, and you can shoot from the feed yeah.
0: of the slow-mo camera. Yep. So oh, now we can awesome.
1: truly be stationary. Yeah. And we're missing a lot less lifts. Before we had the video, mm-hmm. if you're sitting between – if a if four-platform meet, we're going to have one computer, one station, and we're going to try to be in the middle. But whoever's shooting the red or the stars, which are on the outside, you have a hard time seeing those people lift. Right and we were just missing lifts. People come up, we don't see them, or someone's wearing all black with a black background, I can't see them, hmm. or something taps me on the shoulder. Anyway. Right, anything could happen. Yeah. yeah, now we can look at a video of it live and shoot off of that, and it works great. Yeah, so for anyone
0: who has not been to a national or AO Series meet, Uh, The way Lifting Life is set up is... uh, And I've done some shooting, uh, you know, because I travel travel to these anyway. I usually have athletes uh, who are at some of these uh, larger competitions. But since we're there, I'm, you know, available at some points to to push a button and take some photos. Um, So the way it's set up is uh, we have a media table that's set up um, just in front of the audience, but usually in the middle of all the platforms, whatever that is. Um, And it, it used to be that we would have a photographer at each platform, right. sitting at the platform with a camera on a tripod, manually pressing the shutter release button yep, on the camera. their own photos. Right. Um, now it has evolved to, Andy has figured out a way to uh, hook up uh, singular buttons per camera and run cables to each platform, essentially like right. hundreds and hundreds of feet of cable, right? Yeah, I mean, they're all remote operated. Yeah, so we can sit at a, at, at a central point and just hit buttons that are associated with each camera so that there's no, uh, I, I don't want to call it, and aut- we're automating the process. I want we're, to. We're right? I, I want to have <laughs> machine
1: learning learn when to push the button yeah. automatically. Yeah. That way we can focus on other things and bring more value to the customer. But right. that, uh, the need for that came about. I mean, uh, I think it was we're just having meets where we'd hire locals and they just weren't delivering. So someone on red platform would have so-so photos. Someone right. on white might have like, whoa, mm-hmm. tons of photos, really good ones. And then... Too dark on this one, grainy, not level. Right. I was like, we got to figure out a way to standardize our photo.
0: And a lot of that probably depended on their hardware. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm fixing my mic here. Hello. How's that?
1: Yeah. Much better. Probably. Okay.
0: So a lot of that probably depends on the individual photographer's hardware. Like, if yeah. you have a old, old body, probably the sensor technology is outdated and not as good. Uh, but since you rent now all the equipment, yeah, it's all the same, literally the same bodies, mm-hmm. literally the same lenses. Um, so everyone's, uh, you know, photos—the the quality is is extremely high across the board.
1: Yeah, so and I'm working on ways to make it even smoother on our end. That way, we can get the photos up to you right away. Right. Uh, the well, last meet, man, I got the hook into the internet. Uh, I don't even remember where it was. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Wait, what was the last Word, one? Youth nationals. Right. Albuquerque. Yeah. yeah. That was AO two. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. That beat. I had internet provided. I was able to feed off the live stream and It was a 400 meg up connection. Oh, so it was wow. real fast. And it was, we had so much overhead. I was uploading albums as they came. Yeah. And our CEO, Ryan Paiva, he's working on an auto uploader. Uh, all the photos would go into the folder like they do. Mm-hmm. His software would monitor that folder and every 20 seconds pull for new photos. Oh, upload wow. upload those automatically, check for duplicates. Yeah. Yeah. So if we ever have a meet where... You know, we have good internet and I can pipe in and right It's going to be as soon as that button hits ten seconds later it's on the website
0: that's that would be amazing because uh, I remember many a time staying up late past the end Got of it, the last I session, which sometimes those sessions end at like 10: yeah. 30 at night you know the
1: one in uh, New Orleans or Baton Rouge wherever it was that was went past midnight.
0: Oh yes, yeah, there's the longest day. yeah, I remember that uh, but'm I'm, i I'm thinking of uh 2016 Salt Lake City where we were there with Pat and I think Dan Russell. And somebody else, like super late at night. It was two in the morning, and we have to manually upload mm-hmm. these things, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to the Lifting Life site. So when we're done shooting the last session at 1030, uh, 1031. Yeah, that's back st- when
1: we process the photos, oh, right? But yeah,
0: individually for for sure. Uh, Ten thirty one, we're batch uploading and and trying to to get them up there. So it's it's come along. What was the what was the first meet that you did with Lifting Life?
1: Um, University Nationals in Weber State. That was. Uh, 20 that that's when first, we were the, the first yeah. weber state yeah the, the 2015 OG oh man we
0: mentioned it uh, liz uh liz my fiance had a bet with me cuz cuz i always refer to that trip cuz it was it was freaking amazing it was number one. Uh, yeah it was it was the hands down the greatest trip ever uh, in the history of our team yeah. um it's like which, a vacation too we went there early right yeah um, but yeah, more to come on that. But she was like, "If <laughs> she's like, I, I wonder what the over under is for when you guys <laughs> mentioned Ogden that trip to <laughs> University <laughs> Nationals in 2015." Because I mean, it, I it was, was a lot of fun. was the 15 minute mark. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> 15 minutes, in. there you go, Liz. So it has been four. Well, yeah, four, over it was four. Like years four or five. Said, yeah.
1: But if you really count the first one, that's when you guys went to uh, the Altamont Open. For Camargo and his gym. Oh, that February, right? Yeah, yeah. And that was the single platform. And I went there to photograph you guys and yep. video. And I was, I was. This is before I knew about living life. I didn't. They were just doing their first one too. Yeah, oh, I they were there. at That they were there. Yeah, I mean? that was their first one. Was Ryan there? Mm-hmm. Oh, I right totally. next to Ian. And I, huh. I walked up to Dan. And I said, Hey, man, I was just gonna do photos of our uh, team, but yeah, I'm okay to do photos of everybody here. I'm just gonna be here and sitting there, so I'll do photos of everybody. Yeah. And he goes, Oh no, don't worry about. It. We already got somebody doing that. I said, photos of everybody? Goes, yeah, yeah, we got somebody. I was like, can I do it anyway? Yeah, do whatever you want. <laughs> okay, sure. So I post up. Yeah. And I'm right next to Ryan and Ian. Yeah, They're sitting right there, and Ryan's like, uh, what are you doing? He's just very friendly. Yeah. It's like, hey, I like your pictures a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, after the meet, he's like, do you guys, you want to come do more meets with us, be being on our team? I was like, yeah, I do, but my Bronco's not that reliable, and oh, I, I yeah. just really can't commit to anything because it, it's hard to drive places. Yeah. And then, of course, that night I break down on the way back to Tampa on I-4. Oh no! That was when the oil blew out, so the, it just stopped on the uh, whatever goes around or what's landing. that I-4? Yeah. yeah, or
0: 417 probably. Yeah. Yeah, one of
1: those. I walked like eight miles to get oil and dump it back. <laughs> and that, oh was my a, that was a long night, and I didn't make it the next day. That's when I texted Ryan. It's like, see. My truck sucks. Oh no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that meet. That was I think Danny lifted in his in that meet. Um and everyone I think that was the first time anyone ever saw yeah, him. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. yeah. In a long time. Yeah. Uh,
1: lift more than a beer. I'm joking, Danny.
0: Was <laughs> <laughs> that twenty fourteen?
1: No. Yeah. Uh, something like yeah, that. Yeah, somewhere back They're still there. all online.
0: Uh, yeah, so yeah, a lot a lot of history of,
1: of weightlifting photography. We even did that at the Arc. That was before that meet. The though. ARC Oh yeah. Uh, in Gainesville. That was when I was borrowing my buddy's Del Sol. That meet went late into the night and it was hot. And oh, I forgot. We, I that still man. have the video where I put together of every lift for Snatch and Clean Oh yeah, and I think Rob Hill was at that
0: meet with yeah. us. And oh yeah, young was, Rob. Yeah, high yeah, school Rob.
1: A- We've come full circle now. I did videos at both those first two meets. Yeah. Now we're doing videos again of every lifter.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, at a very, very large
1: scale. Mm-hmm. Um it's almost industrial kinda. Yeah. The way that USAW runs each platform as its own solo standalone unit, now we can do that with, with photo and media support.
0: Yeah, it's great. And now you guys have a network of photographers that you can call on to Yeah. So Start, starting them. to grow it. It's just yeah.
1: Yeah. It most people can do it and work with us. Yeah. Yeah, it work, it's working out pretty well. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's come a long. It's been interesting to watch it uh, become yeah, what so it has become. slowly evolving. I just yeah. keep
1: dumping money into it. Like, why not?
0: Hey, I mean, as as these meets get bigger and bigger, yeah, I mean and they're
1: gonna cause it's expensive to put those meats on. And Pedro's starting to Pedro Maloney, the director of meat director of U.S. weightlifting, he's combining more meats and you mm. know, presidents behind it. Like they had the international open and universities combined together, and yeah. then youth worlds they're right next to it. Hmm. saves money to combine in the last one well the next one's going to be youths youths and AO2 correct yep that's going to be a four or five day meet wow because they're back to back
0: yeah I remember uh, where were we we were talking to Pedro at the booth and he was talking about Tampa or looking into Tampa for he one of w- these meets yeah
1: so. that's something I think you'd have to do some background on of course we got yeah. the convention center yeah which would be fine I think that would work out perfect for sure there's plenty of room to stay plenty of room to lift yeah, which that's. Uh, there t- are some odd requirements that they have, like uh, a stolen earbud. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, uh, yeah, to
0: Which that is totally hearsay. We're not committing Tampa to. <laughs> <laughs> <use> <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be <laughs> like 2023. Right, right, right. Because right. you
1: got bid put together the package.
0: Right. Um,
1: but Daytona's coming up. Oh, I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah, lifting life will be at, at uh Daytona American Open. And we'll
1: be at the Tampa Bay Area Classic. Six. That's
0: right. In three weeks. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that will not
1: have video just because of the space confinements. I don't have a lens for it. But we will have dual photos yes. going. Yep. Uh, anyway, one more thing yep. with the automation. The whole point of automation is so I could let that sit <laughs> and then work more with the personal photography stuff, sure. the one-on-one, like walking around, getting people candid shots. Mm-hmm. They lo- I love those. Yeah. Uh, and I want to work more with the live stream, too. So
0: you guys sell the the individual photos as a package kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Like the candidates.
1: Yep. That's we do cool. the personal photography where we'll follow you around for the whole session. hmm and you know, if we're changing the way the whole company is getting recycled, kind of redone. Uh, instead of doing personal photography, it's going to be hire a photographer, book a photographer. Hmm. You can put yourself on there, and you'll say, I'll be there at this meet, this day, from this time, and you can book me. This is what I offer, and this is how much. Interesting. And then, yeah, it's it's going to be really cool. Yeah. yeah I want to do a lot more with the weightlifting stuff. It's just <laughs> it's Just takes time yeah. (laughs) and they're growing fast. So I better try to keep up
0: as all things weightlifting related. It takes time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like how long does it take to be a decent weightlifter time? (laughs) (laughs) No ifs, ands or buts. Now
1: it's time for your background. (laughs) So
0: Andy Blada, lifting life extraordinaire, weightlifting, CrossFit background, similar, similar background to myself. Patrick Costello is my name. I am from Pensacola, Florida is where I grew up. Once I, how I got to Tampa is I graduated college. I moved here for a job in advertising and started working at a uh, local agency here. I've always I've had an old friend from college who started doing CrossFit. He lived in Melbourne over on the east. What was that? Uh, east east coast, coast of Florida. Yep, just north of like uh, Vero Beach area, uh, by the Cape <coughs> the Cape Canaveral. And he started doing CrossFit over there and he was like, Hey, you want to come visit? Uh, We were into Mustangs together and and whatever. So we were, you know, we each had a Mustang and that was kind of how we met in the first place. So I drove over there. We started working on our cars and he's like, Hey, come to the gym with me. And I'll never forget it. It was uh, my first experience with CrossFit. Uh, I was a uh, lifelong athlete, Uh, played soccer and tennis and golf all up until uh, I was in college. And I stopped all together, and I gained like 40 pounds, and I was Whoa. A, it was a fat mess. And so I tried CrossFit with him, and I went, and that first workout was just it annihilated Obliterate. me. Yeah, it was just, and I took it super slow. It was like push ups and box jumps and sit ups. Like it wasn't anything it's something, crazy. It looks so easy. Yeah, and it was like five rounds, do some of this stuff, and I was like, I got to round three, and I was like, I think I'm gonna have a heart attack, <laughs> <laughs> and I stopped early. I didn't even finish. That'd be funny, you, you know? What have I Have mean? a heart attack?
1: We got a wall put your name on, <laughs> heart attack wall.
0: Luckily, this gym. I went to, it was CrossFit Palm Bay down in uh, Melbourne. I don't know if it exists anymore, but they were all EMTs and firefighters. So I was like, okay, if I <laughs> if my heart stops working, someone knows what to do. But from that day, I, w- I went back home to Tampa and I was like, man, we should look for a local CrossFit gym to, to join because I want to get back in shape. And that was that uh-huh. was killer. So we joined one that was here in Tampa. I did CrossFit for probably uh, almost a year, about a year. Lost that 40 pounds. So I weighed like 215. And then at the end of that, I weighed like 160. So I, oh, wow. I guess that's a lot more than that. That's yeah. a lot. What do you weigh now? Uh, 185. If you, if you need to gain 20 pounds of muscle, just do weightlifting. <laughs> exactly. Squat, <laughs> um, squat, squat. Yeah. So after a year, we had a, a seminar come to our gym. It was John North and Glenn Pendley. Yeah. Uh, level or intro to weightlifting. It wasn't a certification, it was a seminar. So they taught us how to lift, uh, how Glenn taught it john came and maxed out and it was amazing that's um, so cool
1: to see when you're, when you're new to it too i had never
0: seen someone snatch over 300 pounds in my life and he did it live it makes it look easy yeah and i was like holy shit this is cool. oh, oh can i say that i guess we haven't decided this well, is pg or whatever <laughs> anyway it's, it's the preliminary recording you can right i can beep it you can put a plate drop <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So from that day forward, I was like, this is what I want to do. And uh, it was myself and another friend of mine who was going to the gym. Like, we decided this is all we wanted to do from that point forward. So we became training buddies. Uh, Ryan Lack, shout out to you. He's still uh, one of my de- one of my dearest friends. He lives in Riverview about an hour away. But, uh, yeah, from there, we just started training weightlifting. And then we were the only ones there doing it. So people started asking us questions like, hey, man, what the Tell hell are you doing? Show me what you're doing. Yeah, like, what – how – You're moving. It's funny because people were like, you're moving so fast. And back then, we look back (laughs) on our videos. It's like (laughs) atrocious. (laughs) Yeah. We're like, which I have that all (laughs) on my private YouTube. uh, Will not see the light of day unless I know who you are and (laughs) I trust you. That led to like taking certifications and then started coaching a little bit like barbell classes there. The gym at the time was TNL CrossFit, um, which you mentioned earlier, which is where we met. And then, yeah, it evolved into... Couple days a week for a few years, and then you know, add a couple of days as we go along. So, three days, two days became three, three days became four, four mm-hmm. days became five, and now more people are signing up for just weightlifting. And you know, at the time, uh, I had a full time job, like I said, I moved here for advertising, so I worked nine to five or eight to six or whatever it was, and then show up at the gym at seven and coach three nights a week. <coughs> and like you said, you lose track of your own training <laughs> doing that kind easily. of stuff. Oh, yeah. And that's something I'm very, I hate the word passionate, but I'm very uh, passionate about (laughs) (laughs) is that if you're coaching, you shouldn't lift with with the people
1: all the time. You know what I mean? The other problem with that is you're coaching people, then you lift, and now they're watching you to watch the perfect example. Like, well, hey, I'm still kind of learning too, right? Exactly. Don't That's
0: don't do as I do, especially back then. It was like walking stuff out and slamming your hips into this and oh yeah, the swing around and clang and bang and all that danger. stuff. <laughs> oh no, uh, I'm gonna definitely cut that out. It. I know. So yeah, and then uh, eventually I was in a position where it was like I really enjoy coaching. I have uh, quite a bit of people who are depending on me for it do I make the decision to say no to that or no to something else? So I made the jump and started coaching full time. Yeah. And at first it was really rough. Like uh, that's, that's something that I've not really voiced to a lot of people is that, you know, people come to me for advice a lot where it's like, Hey, I want to coach full time. I think I can do it. And it's like, you can't think you can do it yeah. because <laughs> it is, it is exhausting. Yeah. Um, and it's difficult. And if it's your only main source of income, like you have to be, uh, diligent, you know what i mean so it's it's a it's a rough life, but it's an amazing gratifying life too uh when you see like the looks on people's faces when they achieve something that they wanted Not to achieve that, and all that wh- stuff. you
1: know your, your own self gratification when you you take somebody to the next level and sure like, I did it like I know it molded exactly. somebody it's like raising a child yeah, almost. or can
0: contribute to yeah. the community and you know whether that be within your own gym or the regional you know area. Uh, or in the national level or whatever. And so that's where we're at now. Is That, that has evolved into from, from part-time weightlifting coaching to now full-time. We have two locations in the Tampa Bay area, one in Ybor City, uh, Keep Pulling Weightlifting Club, and then one in the West Chase area of Tampa, which is Turn Weightlifting, both powered by Keep Pulling, same uh ideal ideal ideology wow that was mm-hmm. way more difficult to, to say than I, than I anticipated ideology yep same kind of training approach all that stuff uh we have a coaching staff of now close to five i mean if we count my fiance liz, liz who mm-hmm. is uh, a level two coach and has traveled to a lot of these national meets with me a lifter herself which i plan to interview her on one of these episodes here because well we'll talk about that later yeah. Ben, Ben Cockshot, a level two USA weightlifting coach is primarily at our turn location, just brought on another, uh, another gal. Her name is Stacy Gavin. Uh, just moved That's back right. here. Uh, she's helping me over at, uh, the Ebor location with our, uh, intro programs to onboard our, our new and beginning weightlifters. But yeah, we have all sorts of programs now available for all types of of weightlifting experience, ages, uh, all that stuff. So um, all things weightlifting, like I said earlier. So a little bit more about my background in terms of certifications. Uh, USA Level 1, I did that in 2009 or 10. Level 2 advanced coach I did in 2014 or 13. I'm sorry, my timeline's kind of muddy. And then in 2015, I was promoted to Level 3 national coach. Yeah, buddy. Um, which uh, I'll talk a little bit about that. It's So Level 1 and 2 are the... Are the t- first two levels that you can take a class and pay to to do the the test and and test into that still have to earn them
1: they're not quite given
0: correct yeah i mean le- the level two is is uh, quite more involved than the level one and they um, just revamped it they did i it saw that way more in depth uh, I, I would love to to see that because uh, just to see it how it's evolved over the years uh level three you have to produce a certain number of athletes at a certain level And when I when I applied for my promotion, there was a video uh, that you had to submit of those athletes that you were claiming to be their coach. Uh, They they have to claim you as your coach. Number one, they have to participate in a national meet. And back then, it was only American Open and only uh, the nationals. And back then, when you submitted the video, there was apparently a board who looked at the video and evaluated their technique. This
1: is before videos were a thing, right? Exactly, cell phone. 150 feet, feet away, yeah, yeah, yeah. vertical, yeah. and <laughs> you yeah. can and tell I, it's a lifter. And
0: I remember having to struggle to try and get the video because I think they had they a went very, from the front. Yeah, right. they had a very rudimentary uh, uh, live stream back then, and I had to figure out a way to find it one and B, clip it. to Clip it, yeah, exactly. And I still have the submission video <laughs> that I, I used. Um, Pat Damiano, Eduardo Curry, say, both at two different meets, and you know submitted them, and they approved that. And bingo. Um, yeah, it's it's de- definitely wasn't easy, <laughs> you know. But we are uh, USA weightlifting. Uh, this year, we were designated as USA weightlifting community development training site. Keep polling was. Uh, there was twenty-four of those who were uh, recognized in the nation by USA weightlifting, and uh, we are the southeast, I guess, representative or whatever we're going to call it. That's big. Um, and what that was is uh, everyone can apply for it. You have to meet certain criteria. There's you know. an essay, right? Uh, yeah you had to submit uh, essays on what you do for community outreach describe your programs how do you introduce people to the sport how many athletes have you taken to certain you mm-hmm. know levels uh, how many have you interacted with all this stuff right and then you go through a series of phone interviews and then based on that they pick they pick 24 uh, we were one of them uh, so that was like it was a huge uh, a huge accomplishment and super proud of that and because we do. At least personally, I feel like we do a lot to and try and develop yeah. the community. I think at you, least we have a lot to Florida. offer. Right. USA
1: we're looking to. You're a graphic designer. Sure. My trade. Um, the meetups. What's the story with oh, that yeah. now? Because we haven't had one in a while. I yeah. At least that I've been to. And then I know Susie Sanchez was asking you about them. Or somebody was. For sure. Um, so we, we
0: started a thing called, uh, I ended up calling them weightlifting meetups uh, based on, like there's a website called meetup.com where people of similar interests can like join up mm-hmm. and meet each other so that's kind of how i i did it and what it is basically it's a just an open invitation to anyone in the area it's like hey we're doing this at this time basically open gym from usually it's a saturday 11 to 1 or whatever two hours and anyone can come it's free uh, and it's just a way to lift with other people in the community uh we usually hire we used to hire a dj uh now we have uh dj just press play mm-hmm. plus andy Blade <laughs>
1: dj squirtles yeah
0: and, yeah, we just make a fun event out of it. And, yeah, it's a lot of fun.
1: I have a blast. I love going to those and working on my DJ skills. Yeah. And watch you guys lift. And For sure. It's fun. I want to start live streaming them. Oh, that'd be Because cool. I got those cameras I could control remotely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fun. There's naked internet. Uh, the last one was at Cigar City.
0: Yep. So that was, uh, oh, what was that, two months ago or so? Mm-hmm. We try to do them once a quarter. Uh, obviously, now with this crazy meet schedule, like, things are always happening. We're always on the go. And uh, personal travel, too. Like, we're... Uh, my fiance coaches volleyball, so sometimes we travel for that stuff too. So we try to <laughs> pack stuff in every Saturday at a time. You yeah, I mean?
1: you do do that a lot. Yeah, them. Um, but the meetups are
0: great because like people people can just meet each other. Uh, it's no pressure, like not trying to recruit or anything. Yeah, it's like, not it's speed not, dating or no, no, not at all. <laughs> just come in, share a barbell with someone you don't know, and leave with one more friend. You know what I mean. Um, and hopefully in the future you see them at a meet and you're like, yeah. Hey, I remember you from, you know, January. There's a good chance
1: you're going to come with somebody that knows, already knows somebody there. Now you're in a different circle.
0: For sure. Change of environment too. Like that's great for, for training just in general. Um,
1: speaking of which I have a couple free weekends in October.
0: Oh yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's sit down after this and figure out, figure out a date. Cause yeah, we're definitely due for one. So yeah, I think that's, that's all I can think about, about my stuff. Um, yeah, like I said, you and I have been around weightlifting to some degree for at least you know around ten years. I think this is my tenth or eleventh coming up, um, just being around and. I think I'm around number eight. Yeah, coaching uh, and all that stuff. That's that's pretty much my story. Yep. Uh, as I mentioned before, I help Andy a little bit with lifting life when I'm available. Huge help,
1: man. We, we were at the Salt Lake City Olympic Trials. That was so fun. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was that was
1: great. That is. A <laughs> I kind of turned you into a stationary camera without a tripod. <laughs> I was like, all right. Peter Parker post up right there behind Piros Dimas, <laughs> yeah, because he's in a good spot too. You're yeah. like, what? <laughs> he's where? Yeah. Just I go think right behind him. It's good. You got to meet him. Yeah, remember
0: right. that? That was the meet and greet session because I think they yeah. just brought him on and he didn't speak a lot of English yet. Not really. And we stood in line for like 10 minutes to get a selfie with him. Yep. <laughs> and that the first awesome. only I think
1: it was like, man, your head's huge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a cool guy though. He's yeah. learned a
0: lot more English and say hi to him. For sure. Yeah. I, he actually had an interpreter there with him because mm. he would tell stories and recant some of the stuff he learned as a Greek weightlifter. Best in the world, right? Yep. Uh, 80- 85. Five. Okay. Yeah, it was 85 back then. But yeah, now he works for USA Weightlifting and technical director, I think is his title or something like that. Something like that. But yeah. he does
1: a lot with coaching. It's more on the okay. coaching side. And he does a lot of international stuff with Mike Gatone. Yeah. And uh, he's all over the place. Yeah. You'll see him at almost every international meet <laughs> in the corner.
0: But yeah, so now we, uh, we, uh, and when I say we, I mean keep pulling. Uh, two locations in Tampa, we do uh, remote coaching as well. So we, we do a lot of video analysis, uh, text-based coaching. um over the internet uh, i think our farthest is uh shout out to kathy over in brussels um, wow yeah but yeah we have some lifters across the united states uh some in in other countries as well we do three meets a year uh, started with one and now we have a spring a summer and a fall meet so practice th- yep tampa bay spring classic is usually in april uh, tampa bay practice classic <laughs> is a smaller meet geared towards you guessed it. Practice. Yes, come on down and lift. <laughs> right, it is a sanctioned meet, so it does count for something. But it's a, a you know a relaxed, low-key meet mm-hmm. uh, that's in the summertime. And our fall meet coming up uh, in here in a couple weeks is the Tampa Bay Area Classic. We're on number six, uh, which overall yeah. is our tenth weightlifting, our tenth USA weightlifting sanctioned event that we have put on since uh, 2004 15, 15 was our first one. So now that's we're. That's going to n- be awesome. We're at number ten. It's going to be great. We are part of the Tampa Bay Strength and Fitness Expo at the Tampa Convention Center. So it is it has gone from a a single platform meet in 2015, the Tampa Bay Area Classic one, in the gym to now uh, dual platform meet, full photography, <laughs> you know, yeah. all the things, sponsors, vendors, all Loaders. that stuff. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think we run the two platform meet pretty well. Yeah, there's not a lot of cross talk because we're using one announcer. On both Yes. I think that's the definitely the better way to do it versus two people talking at the same time
0: talking over each other yeah, yeah. which I think uh, yeah that's how st- our state championships recently was two announcers it doesn't well I mean at the national they were far
1: apart enough that it worked
0: right the distance helped uh, but sometimes at the nationals you'll hear oh uh, three platforms I, talking over I each I other at in. the same time and we're at the lifting life booth Just right in the, the middle ball. So we're, uh, you know, right in the, if you picture a Venn diagram, like we're right in the middle session, yes. like <laughs> hearing everything. <laughs>
1: you know, I bring earplugs for like whenever a session starts or a snatch or a clean trick starts, they're all going at the same time, especially yeah. snatches up with a new session. Just three or four platforms at the same time. Oh, coming up next. So, yeah, 10th
0: meet coming up. That's on August 31st, and we are looking for a great time to, to close the year out uh, with our 10th meet. I'm trying to think of something special to do. I uh, have a couple of ideas, but my main one, I, I can't figure out a way to do fireworks indoors uh,
1: and not get shut down. Champagne <laughs> poppers. There, there, there we go. Uh, I'm not telling – okay, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, yeah. what goes behind the planning for something like TBAC6? Oh, wow. Okay. When do you start thinking about – like what you need to do.
0: So these things, so at the, at the beginning of the year, I sanction all the meets. So every, every, all three of them, all three of them, uh, every meet requires you to register with USA wave thing, uh, pay a sanction fee, which I think, uh, now is $75, uh, per meat, And that, allows you to host an official meet and it, it will record the results and make it all official for mm-hmm. the people who participate. Right. And there's some insurance uh, implications too, where you get, you know, um, access to USA Weightlifting Group insurance policy for liability. And Does stuff that like let that. you
1: use your, their logo when you register like that too? Oh, Do you kind of get some licensing rights almost.
0: I actually don't know the answer to that. I mean, I've, I've, I've used it before. So yeah. I, know. I'm going to say yes. I got a tattooed on my,
1: <laughs> lower back yes <laughs> <laughs> right next to the key pulling tattoo <laughs> but oh <God>. uh <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but over the years we uh i've kind of created this uh uh i call it it's, so i'm big on procedures right so i have this booklet that's called the uh event playbook It's basically standard operating procedures for every event that we do from meetups USA weightlifting uh, sanctioned competitions, seminars, all that stuff. So there's a timeline of stuff that we have to achieve. What's up? Uh, BJ just walked in, but that's cool. <laughs> hey, guy. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> Player three is under the game. Um, but there's a lot of things. Uh, first and foremost is sanctioning the event, right? Uh, you can't do it without that. Uh, next is how do you how do you uh procure registration Mm -hmm. Um, how do you allow people to register dude don't worry about making noises
1: and you're good with marketing too so you got that going for you try to be
0: yeah so we have uh so we have a couple of networks that we that we reach out to um when we know we're gonna have a meet we send out the dates uh we start doing promos i have a (laughs) external hard drive that's full of photos to use Uh, (laughs) we have tens of thousands yes it's it's absurd um, it's all it's almost paralyzing trying to find yes. something because there's just there's everything like it's just there so yeah promotions uh we do a lot with like trying to find sponsors for the event too because it d- it <laughs> it costs money to put these things yeah, on it's right? not cheap and it, it is not cheap especially now that we're talking about like venue space when we move yeah. it out of a gym like yes we pay some money to keep the gym open and turn on the lights and like run some fans and all that stuff but now we're talking about renting spaces like we rent the Dunedin community center for a day or two, we rent the the Tampa Convention Center for a day or two. Um,
1: and putting that overhead on the registrant is going to be crushing. Like a ninety dollar entry fee, hundred dollar entry right. fee, right? And, and that's just be a little too much for a local. From
0: day one, like the very first meet, I have always said I would never charge more than a national meet would. Uh, and or, they're at one twenty five. I, I know. I'm I'm holding on to this A O three registration because I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> It is expensive, but I am going to do it. Um, but back then, uh, national meats were $75. Um, and I think I priced mine at like 55 or something right. like that. But
1: you consider what you get now at a national meet. It's so much more than it was when it was 75
0: Oh, I agree. I totally agree. Uh, the experience is, is totally different. Um, but our, our events now, I think our early bird starts at, at $55 and we go as high as, I think this year, is 80 is the late registration. Mm-hmm. So we're still like half the cost or like uh, two-thirds the cost of a national meet, something like that. Uh, but that's what goes into, um, you know, some of the costs. So we have the cost of, of renting a venue. We have uh, insurance that we have to pay for, right. uh, transport of any equipment. So like we rent this big ass rider truck yeah, the big penske or penske i'm sorry yeah we've gone from rider to penske now uh with <laughs> with the Sponsor big us. with the lift gate on the back so we can wheel it out with a pallet jack lower it down on i call it an elevator because i mean that's essentially what it is yeah uh, and gate. then wheel all of this equipment out you know and i buy feed the people who help me you know that costs money so mm-hmm. um everything just, there costs just, money exactly just be aware that if you want to put on a meet that it, it's going to cost you money so mm-hmm. our our idea behind the sponsorships is like uh you know we talk to these companies it's like uh hey well your your contribution will go towards medals because we have medals for every meet uh t-shirts you know all that kind of stuff so yeah there's just <laughs> it's it's hard to like narrow it down because there's so much stuff that goes into actually running like a, a I don't want to say a big meet but like a um I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it. I think
1: you you did it right because we started small. You uh, just kept building upon that to the point we're doing two platforms at a a gigantic sports convention (laughs) (laughs) and Um, you're one of the headline events.
0: For sure. Um, Yeah, and I think every meet we've added something new, um, whether it be another platform or a live stream or photography um, or music. Yeah, you know, we added music. Um, my favorite, I think, was TBAC three when we actually had commentary. We that had, was so fun. We had live stream. And it was one platform. That's what made that possible. Right, exactly. If we're yeah. ever,
1: everybody able to do that, maybe a, a practice classic.
0: Right, we could do. But the hard part's finding commentators. It, exactly, um, and and the thing too is staff finding uh, finding staff. And, you know, luckily we have quite a few lifters that we can call upon that are mostly more than willing to help. So that goes a long way too, because even though it's uh, technically on paper, I'm the meat director, there's a ton of hands that go into helping me do this. Mm -hmm. Um, I always say like, if you think you can do something alone, then you're going to fail, like hands down, which you have been a part of, of, every meet since day one and like we could never do this without yeah. you man like you are pivotal in in helping you know day of and, and it's like if up. you
1: ever moved out of a house and like this won't be hard i got only got a few i only got the couch i got right. the, the bed and then you start packing you're like oh my god yeah i know it's, boxes. It's, it's <laughs> yeah i'm gonna need a bigger truck it's so. like jaws oh my god we're gonna need a bigger truck <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah now we're we're here at two platforms um our biggest Ooh, hello.
1: You're fine. It's our, just the monitor.
0: Yeah. Our biggest meet has, uh, to date has been 138 people. That was Ooh. Tampa Bay Spring Classic one, where we ran a single day, but Oh, I'm sorry, two single days. Single platform, but two days. Uh, and that that was, was really fun. Yeah. That was cool. That was our, our first experience. Uh, I think Kinda that was the grueling. First time we actually. Is that the first time we rented a venue?
1: Yeah. Because it was just. No, it was in conjunction with Wild Wars, but it was still at the conv- at the Dunedin Dunedin Community Center. Yeah. I think we had
0: done TBAC 4 before that and that was at the Convention Center. Right. Uh and then Tampa that Bay was the first classic time. one. Yeah. So
1: That one was live streamed too in Dunedin. Yes. The two days
0: because we we were able to use their internet at little expense. So the Convention Center is like, "Oh, you want internet? that would be 3 grand." <laughs> and I'm like, eh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's Wait, why we don't have a live stream at the Tampa Bay Area Classic, ladies no. and gentlemen, unfortunately. But what <laughs> we can do, when
1: I did, that last one in Dallas, they didn't have internet out there, so I brought a camera and just recorded it like it was a live stream, oh. recorded locally, and uploaded each session to YouTube Yeah, for I guess that could be a possibility. For a replay. And it's, it's not impossible. Yeah. but I wanted to need to know the spring, that was all hands on deck. That was photos, uh, live stream, mm-hmm. announcing, mm-hmm. uh I was doing the cards, not writing them down, but oh, keeping t- t- the t- typing lift the order. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's a lot of things like printing cards, making sure, like verifying registration, verifying yeah, everyone, de- everyone's details, any graphics or banners you need to do, signage.
1: Okay, um, part two on signs. Yes. I now have that huge printer. We can make whatever <laughs> signs we want. Oh, That's oh, the excellent. other thing I wanted to mention with the next meet. If you want that special thing, I can offer large posters oh, cool. of whatever. Okay yeah get your graphic design work <laughs> on one of their photos and yeah. make it something cool i'll print it up and you know make it for the winners top three or something oh that'd be great yeah get uh, a coupon a coupon g-
0: g- use my coupon code <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah each year we to you know we started out with a gray t-shirt which i don't know what the heck i was thinking because even that first logo is attr- uh, I, I just don't like it at all anymore
1: it was gray with a blue logo
0: yeah um, but each year we try to change Very the corporate. F- try to <laughs> change the color of the shirt. I think this year we're going with like a, a dark burgundy or like a, ro- a dark purple. I'll show you. That'd be cool. Yeah, the that. yellow one
1: I think is my favorite. It no, just the one. The, it's a spring. It fits perfect. I wear it and people say, "Man, you started working out right again." <laughs> it's like <laughs> no, it just the shirt fits well. <laughs> I'm just wearing a <laughs> medium. It's like wearing a posture brace. <laughs> nice, it just perfect.
0: Yeah. So the the spring meet we tried to do like spring colors. Last year we did orange. Uh, this this year we did yellow, mm-hmm. uh, like a canary yellow. Uh, last year the Tampa Bay Area Classic we did a blue. I want to say like a uh, like a sky blue. I have' them all pinned the garage mm-hmm. wall over there uh something like that, but yeah, I think we're gonna go to like a dark red or a burgundy or something like that uh just to keep uh you know little little changes in the in the there's the a barrel. lot of colors
1: out there, yeah,
0: for sure. But yeah, a ton of, ton of logistics. I can't, I can't even, like my mind is jumping all over the place trying to they if I had my little playbook in front of me, I'd just yeah. read it off because there's like checklists, deadlines, like three weeks out, do this, four weeks out, do this.
1: And the good news is the, most of the people doing the major stuff have done it a few times already before. For sure. They know how it works. We all know how it works. Yeah. Uh, you do enough planning that we don't really have to think about Oh, hey, where's this gonna? It's already in place. Yeah.
0: Well, at this point, yeah, um, I, uh, I think three or four meets ago, I, I used to order banners for every meet. Um, yeah, which, that stopped. Which is crazy. Yeah. Now they're all in the trash somewhere <laughs> or recycled. <laughs> I'm sorry because <laughs> they're plastic. Right. Save the planet. But now I I took the dates off and I took the locations off of the logos, so it doesn't say where it's at or when it is. So right. we can just reuse the banners every year. That's what USA uh, uh,
1: lifting, lifting is doing too. Are they? Oh For yeah. the tall ones, well,
0: especially them, man, those banners have got to be like not cheap. No, not at They're all. They're all
1: one piece. I mean, they are wide. They got to be. Yeah, pff, I mean, I remember wide.
0: at one point I uh, I was doing eight by eight banners and ordering them every year, eight feet by eight feet. Um, and they were something like two hundred and forty, two hundred fifty dollars each. Each. So I can't even imagine those two-story banners that they get for the nationals. Like, that's and I
1: can print on that vinyl. Yeah, you uh, can print on vinyl. Yeah, I just got to do a little extra to fold the seams over and put grommets, but yeah, it's not a big deal.
0: But yeah, we d- we do our best to keep it running smooth. We do our best absolutely to keep it on time. That's um, the
1: biggest thing. Yes. No I, one wants to start late.
0: Right. And even though things happen and we do, I think we've been as much as a half hour behind uh, over the years. But we caught up. But we did catch it. We always catch up but you know, that's our big thing too, is we don't want to keep anyone longer than necessary. We know like when you weigh in and you make weight and you just,
1: yeah, the last thing you want to do is sit around for two
0: hours, binge eat because you you have, most people haven't eaten in like three weeks trying to make (laughs) weight for these things. It's like, we don't want to make you wait any longer than you have to. So we, we put extraordinary effort into uh, running on time, running smoothly, uh, making sure everyone knows where to go, what's going to happen. Even um, you know, a lot of our population that come to our meets are not, I think our, our last Tampa Bay Area Classic, I counted 42 people who had never done a meet before. Wow, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, out of, I think we had 115 uh, that year. Um, so, yeah, easily like a good third of them uh, had never done it before, which is amazing. I love seeing that. Um, so even, you know, making their experience great yeah, as as their first time because you don't want to have someone have a right. negative first experience because they'd be
1: like, man, weightlifting sucks. This is stupid. Even though it does suck at <laughs> <it> some <sometimes. laughs> <laughs> um, Well, heck, man, I'm excited for the one coming up with my new speaker set Oh, nice. And it worked perfect at the last meet. Yeah. With, oh, man, having the two quadrants, all four. I could talk to this platform, that platform. Yeah. The rear on each side separately <laughs> together, <laughs> merge, whatever way I wanted Yeah, it just made life way easier. Yeah, and
0: it's just the the little things that we learn along the way. Yeah, that like the minute details that we change over the years or change between events. I know I always see you and Liz like keeping a list of stuff. Like most of that was to fix the software. Yeah, this is where oh that was But also things that we
1: can improve upon. Yeah,
0: like hey, we need to move the card the cards to this side of the computer or we yeah. need to have, you know, just all these just little bigger things. font, please. Yeah. And hey, take your logo <laughs> off so we can make the font. I bigger. have a, I have a change
1: <laughs> I think we do need to make yeah. to the lights. Okay. Okay. When it's a good lift ballot, lift, especially when it's a good lift and all three come on and I look, it mm-hmm. is like staring into the sun sometimes. And then transitioning back to a monitor or the, oh, or anything else. Yeah, like, oh God. My irises. irises are just <laughs> yeah. like, woo
0: um okay yeah we can try to find a cover we, yeah make, put like, a cover yeah. it would be
1: easy to build a little box with some you know smoke plexiglass on the front yeah just to dim it a little bit sure okay but yeah, that's just one thing that we're, we're, caught my mind um the other thing well aliftia you said they're going to a paid platform now
0: uh-huh yeah i haven't quite looked into it but uh vanessa down in miami told me that or no somebody told me that it's being paid uh offered as paid now uh, oliftia has been traditionally over the uh, man they've been around for a couple of years right mm-hmm. uh, traditionally been free software for definitely the community filled a gap yeah it was it was amazing um, you know hands down like I- idiot proof <laughs> you know what i much. mean and it's very powerful software it was uh, you know it did everything we needed to do and more down to printing out cards for you like mm-hmm. it was amazing uh, but yeah the the events are a, a like, they're a lot of fun. Uh, a lot goes into them. It's extremely stressful for me personally, just because, yes. you know, I want them to be perfect. You know, I want the experience for everyone to be a, a positive takeaway. Um, and so far, so good. You know, we haven't had uh, too many complaints. Um, last time after the spring classic, I sent out a survey to all of the, all of the participants to see what we could improve upon. Um, and, I love and, some of those responses. Oh yeah, l- largely it was, it was very constructive. Um, you know, and that's and that's what we want to hear because we always want to improve. Because yeah. you know, we have been doing it together for for many years now, and we see what we see. It would always uh, another perspective is always great. If it
1: happened to one person, it probably
0: happened to five. Correct. Yeah. So we don't we don't want anyone to be like, oh man, I'm never doing this again because uh, the coffee wasn't hot enough, right. <laughs> or say so, you know what I mean, <laughs> or whatever, whatever it may be. You know, so. <laughs> Will be, <laughs> not that we offer coffee. There weren't
1: designs on the <laughs> shirt sleeves. Yeah.
0: So don't expect coffee because we don't offer it
1: yet. That would be maybe an awesome vendor. Well, we tried to get Buddy Brew one time, right? And I think you contacted them. They said yeah, they it'll said be uh, a four figure amount. Yeah. They said, I to figure <laughs> I'll get Duncan.
0: I know. They wanted to charge us, yeah. which I get. I mean, they looked at their catering options. And right. I'm like, well, no. Like, we're not trying to cater. Like, a, you know, obviously I mean, people understand what sponsorships mean or whatever, but uh, maybe at a later date. Uh, we'll have a, a coffee sponsor
1: um you've had some good sponsors too We had catered fit yep uh Quora physical Quora therapy physical
0: therapy sprouts grocery mm-hmm. stores um, they'll be back uh they signed with us for an entire year um so this oh um, cool yeah they'll they'll be at the expo coming up here um the guy james is is awesome he's their regional marketing rep yeah. um We're he's, crushing
1: those sandwiches oh yeah
0: he was at the practice classic that was him um Who set up the booth, but they'll have a booth at the expo giving away samples and uh, they feed our entire, our our entire event staff. Uh, So that is, uh, yeah, the bananas, apples, sandwiches. uh, I think they gave us like 40 cases of water. Like that was so awesome. Like we just donated some of that water because we had like fifty uh, 10, 15 cases left over. But we I mean we went through it. Mm-hmm. Um I think I took one
1: home and I definitely took a case of Fit Aid back home. Oh yeah, oh, Fit Aid was of one of our Main too. event sponsors.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. They donated a ton, ton of prizes. Um but yeah, we try to try to get some cool stuff for for all the people, you know, cool swag, maybe some mm-hmm. samples for for all the lifters. Uh definitely provide, you know, uh, now we started um Yeah, we used to provide T-shirts, and now we're because we had a sponsor for them specifically. uh, Now we make it very afford, like very affordable. I think it's five bucks I charge now for a T-shirt, which is basically the cost of it. Uh, If you pre-order, perfect. You come to the event, you want to buy one, it's ten bucks. So you know, either pay cost ahead of time or just ten bucks, and that that goes towards the next event. So it's not like. Uh, it's not going towards something. So we always try to improve. We always try to to make it bigger and better and more fun for everybody, but all that stuff costs moolah. So
1: Yep, yeah, freedom ain't free.
0: Freedom it's cost a dollar thirty three. It's a buck so we are past the hour mark. Uh
1: yeah, by a whole four minutes.
0: Yeah. Probably <laughs> probably wrap this up. Pretty cool. Uh, I guess. Um so so thanks for tuning in. This is That's our first yeah. uh, first episode here. A little bit about uh, your hosts, Andy and I, uh, how we got involved in weightlifting, what we're doing, where we're going. I don't foresee keep pulling going anywhere anytime soon, so we're just going to keep trucking along as mm-hmm. normal. Uh, trying I'll be to. in
1: Tampa for as long as I can foresee.
0: Yeah, same. Uh, I'm pretty much stuck here, so I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what we're planning for the podcast over time, uh, why we haven't, I mentioned at the very beginning, we haven't done this for years even though people have been like yo that'd be really cool and it's like i don't know man um because i didn't want this to be something where we just like come on and bitch about our training you or know? with
1: crappy equipment
0: or with <laughs> it's
1: taken me a long time to build up to this level of audio right. that we're working with
0: uh which I, I got a little snapshot of it i'll post it on the keep pulling story here and, and just so everyone can see what's going on um but uh yeah what what, what we're the general uh kind of view of what we're planning here one share our experiences of what we do with usa weightlifting as we do them right Mm -hmm. we have plenty of stories over the years um and maybe each episode starting out we'll tell one of our (laughs) you know stories from behind the scenes or
1: what just happened because we're going to meets like once a month at
0: least right exactly um and we'll be at ao here in AO series three in a couple weeks um so we'll yeah we can recap that talk for i mean Shoot, we could probably set up in the. We
1: could b- probably do it there. Yeah,
0: that'd be that'd be easy and quick. After um, day
1: two, because I'll be yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, um, this is very portable, backpack style
0: for sure. Uh, so share our experiences, uh, share some of the back uh, behind the scenes stories. Uh, maybe at some point, video. I don't know. Um, yeah,
1: it's too easy too.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely, we're gonna get some interviews on here. Uh, so, uh, primarily, first and foremost. Some of our athletes, I, I would imagine, get them on here and talk about training and whatever they want to talk about, uh, you know, contacts we've made through the years, coaches, administration, whoever <laughs> wants to spend their time talking with us on on microphone. I figured, and we're, we didn't do it this time, but uh, every every Tuesday I try to do what's called a get technical segment where, you know, Ooh, f- yeah. through our remote coaching, I, I post one video a week where I do a video breakdown uh, well, I would provide video breakdowns to our remote athletes anyway, but I'd pick one a week and just throw it up on the Internet to see what we're talking about, what we see and a little bit of our coaching style and then a little bit of info on what we see and why uh, the corrections, uh, the mishaps and all that stuff. Um, so it could be based on that stuff uh, that we do one one a week. We just pick one. If we do a podcast a month, we'll just pick a get technical one that's cool mm-hmm. uh, or ask for you guys submissions if you want to learn on a particular topic or hear what we have to say about it, um, some kind of technical uh, jargon or whatever relative to the lifts. We can talk about that until the sun goes down.
1: I think what we're saying is... We'll have a a structure for each episode before we go into it. For sure. And you'll be able to know what we're probably going to talk about.
0: Exactly. And what else we got here? We do have some notes here that we've been trying to stick to. So, yeah, upcoming Mm -hmm. events, we'll talk about those. Uh, Event recaps, like you mentioned, we'll talk about that stuff, local and national level. Like I mentioned, we do three a year with Keep Pulling. Uh, We host three a year, uh, but we go to (laughs) many, many throughout the year as well um, out of town. Uh, But yeah, definitely get some people on here. So it's not just us, even though we have plenty to say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I got something to say. But just to keep it interesting. But yeah, I think uh, that's it. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. Yeah, for sure.
1: Put it in post. Add Uh, some reverb and chorus. And uh, (laughs) I'm kidding.
0: (laughs) But Yeah, episode one, Hello World. That's a little bit about Andy, a little bit about myself, a little bit about Keep Pulling and Lifting Life. Um, I plan to have a little bit of intro sequence, like intro music.
1: That'd be cool. Um, You know, like powered on once we Kevin Gates or once uh, we pull a couple sponsors, we'll have a sponsor (laughs) segment. Yeah. We get a good listener base. Yeah, for
0: sure. Yeah. We just want to have fun. We want to talk to you guys uh, and definitely reach out to us. If you want to hear something in particular, you can find us uh, uh, again. My name is Patrick Costello at keep pulling on Instagram. uh, Keep, keep pulling on Facebook And I think that's the the really active ones that I use. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can get in direct contact with me there uh, or keeppulling.com. We have a series of contact forms that come directly to my inbox on my iPhone 6S (laughs) (laughs)
1: because I refuse to upgrade. Um, Headphone jack life, dude. Don't give it up. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yep. And then how can people find you or Lifting Life or both?
1: Uh, Lifting Life at Lifting Life on Instagram. Uh, The website itself is lifting.life no.com just lifting.life you can pull it up and uh, i do the posts on the instagram mostly uh actually primarily 99 percent of them are now me unless if i'm out of meat unless someone else is there like worlds i'm not going to world so mm. someone else can be posting photos from there but i try to post i mean <laughs> i try to curate it and the level of the standard has gotten so high now. Like, if it's not the perfect photo of somebody <laughs> celebrating, chalk clapping, yeah. jumping, fist pumping. Oh, the chalk clapping! Sorry, right. it's it's got to meet like ten requirements now. Right. So it's fun to look at the page and look back and just see all the celebration. It's yeah. got to be an emotional lift, basically. So I what we're level. telling
0: you, lifters, when you're out at a national do meet, do something. Yeah, or Smile. a series. Uh, yeah, show some personality, and you'll make the lifting yeah. page. <laughs> we got
1: Chukasia Johnson up there. Though. I think it's your last one. I posted. Just amazing. Nice. Just let her rip. Anyway, uh, myself, kitties and kilos. You don't have to follow me. It's just cats, me, and <laughs> whatever photography stuff I come up with. Yep. <clears throat> At kitties and kilos. K i t t i s, yeah. Kilos.
0: Cool. All right, that's well, about it. That's tiger us. Prince, I guess. Yeah. Oh, tiger Prince photography. Tiger
1: Prince LLC. That's my photo, uh, venue venture. That's it. Well, cool.
0: All right. Keep Pulling Podcast Episode 1. That has been it. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next time. Thanks again for listening to the KP Podcast. Make sure to follow us on all social media at Keep Pulling on Instagram, Keep Pulling on Facebook, and through our website, keeppulling.com. Stay tuned for the next episode and check our website for updates.